Bad Managed Comics. Coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, comic book retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the latest episode of Meanwhile at Manage Comics. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus. We're going to go back onto a little bit of a hiatus uh, until the early to mid-January period. But before the end of the year, I really wanted to get this out. Um, I was just kind of reviewing what we've accomplished this year, and I went over all the things that we've done. And it's pretty awesome. I mean, we didn't get to some of the things that we wanted to, one of those being multi-store, but multi-store is like the next big thing that we're focused on um, because we were waiting for certain things to happen in the Shopify world that finally happened this year. So um, without any further ado, I'm going to just jump right in and start talking about some of the cool stuff that we worked on. Um, we did a lot of really neat things. Shopify matured a lot in this last year. And uh, they added a ton of new features that we were able to quickly adapt to. We worked on improving data, not just for managed comics, but for the entire comics industry. And we're going to get to that in a couple seconds. Um, let's jump right into January. Uh, in January, we really focused on a bunch of quick wins. So we fixed a bunch of little bugs and just like quirks. We worked on print and front end updates. Specifically, uh, one of the big ones was reverting errors, errored orders to pulled and tracking the exceptions. So we could actually figure out why things were erring. And now if you get an order that has errors in it, you'll get these big red notes. And we encourage you to message help at managecomics.com with the order so that we can fix it. Um, we also fixed a couple weird little quirks around initial orders and FOC orders. Um, we added the ability to print out customer lists easily. And we kicked off this very podcast and this very video cast, meanwhile, at Managed Comics. In February, we worked on universal distribution and order history reporting. So Canadian stores could now use universal distribution for invoices. We also created a um, better importing ability. Actually, sorry, this wasn't importing. This was for um, specific data because a lot of the 1.0 stores were, were used to a certain file format that we uh, had. So we added that here and we changed the way that PRH initial orders and FOCs happen. They open a text box with only the quantity uh, in the items and quantity um, in the box. And the last one was adding a default location for Shopify pulls to go to. In February, we also got to meet a lot of our friends uh, I'd never met in person in Pittsburgh. And this February, we'll be going back to that. And that's where we kicked off the metadata project, which is the big project that we worked on all year to improve uh, comics data. We added pre-order auditing. So there was a bunch of different things that could happen during a pre-order. You can now see exactly who approved, who um whether or not a customer accepted the pre-order, uh, 
when the order was placed and a lot more details. We also changed, made some changes to FOC updates so that you could sort by vendor. Um, we tweaked the pagination because some of the coloring was hard to see on the front end. And as a store, uh, sorting special orders by date or customer name became a lot easier. Moving on to April, April was just a whole ton of bug fixes. Um, and it was not a lot of big projects because we were actually working on specs for some bigger projects at the time. We enabled the ability to pull multiple issues of the same series in a single check-in. This was something that was not really something we'd anticipated, but it kept on happening where like there'd be two issues of Amazing Spider-Man in one week, and it was always Amazing Spider-Man. Um, sometimes people would not get last week's issue and they'd get like 23 and 24 this week. We didn't really have the ability to kind of solve for that because it wasn't really something that had ever happened before. Um, so we solved the problem. Having more control over the look and feel of buttons, a whole bunch of different visual changes for the front end pages, and one that we heard from a lot, um, and usually anecdotally, I don't think anybody ever actually submitted a ticket, was I'd just like to be able to hit a enter button and make the form field submit. So we fix that. Uh, moving on to April, we spent a lot of times making a bunch of tools for ourselves. So while we did a bunch of very small kind of forward facing fixes, what you didn't see behind the scenes is that we totally revamped our own internal tools. And this was super important because the data started getting harder and harder to manipulate. Uh, and we were seeing more and more errors, which is why we were working on that big, huge data project with the industry. Um, so a lot of this stuff is just purely tools that we built for ourselves. Uh, and it really made our data better quickly. And that's when we kicked off Comet. So Comet is the comics metadata standard uh, project with more than two dozen retailers, publishers, and distributors, including reps from all four major distributors and most major publishers. Yeah, so we had help from uh, DC and Marvel specifically, uh, Image was there, Dark Horse popped in, Kadansha. Uh, there were just so many publishers that that participated and you know made sure that our data formats and standards were something that would make sense to them. Moving on to May, uh, we added cloning and more data tools. So we had the ability to clone into a series. You could always clone from a series, but now we added into, which just kind of closed that loop. We added the ability to adjust quantity on pre-orders, uh, recalculate subscriptions on orders and FOCs with a button. Uh, in GeekFetch, we added the ability for us to run queries without having to do database things so that more of our staff could actually run queries. Um, and we have a bunch of uploads now that we can use to do specific things like fix an ISN or uh, we can download any result as a CSV so that we can kind of manipulate it offline and then re-upload that. June 2023, though, was a massive project. It was a pricing matrix for international stores. And, and this doesn't sound incredibly complicated, but I don't think I've ever seen another solution like this and that's really as elegant as this. Uh, what it basically does is you're allowed to, as a store owner, set tiers for items. So if a $3.99 comic comes in, you can say that that comic in Canadian dollars is going to be $4.25 or $4.85 or whatever it is. Um, and then 
a 499 book might be let's say 625 so everything in between there you can build tiers all the way up or you can just say just jump to the next tier uh, this was a really kind of complicated process it took us quite a bit of time to get it right and then even after we got it right we had to go back and and revisit a couple things because my favorite thing about managed comics is that when store owners start using it that's when we find really what we missed even though we build our specs with store owners um, sometimes you know you just miss a a subtlety of something like this and uh yeah we managed to make that happen we also updated geek fetch with ratio updates a one-shot designation public facing product pages and displaying correct series codes and downloads we also headed to chicago and michigan we visited with tons of friends including challengers zombie unicorn chicago comics and our latest managed comic chicago shop dark tower comics uh, in michigan i visited with rocket comics and big ben's comics oasis on the way home uh, and you know we popped into a few other stores too uh, there were a couple other chicago stores i popped into so yeah we we visited a ton of shops in july um, we made some major improvements to the new store imp importing so we were doing a lot of imports from classic to 2.0 so we uh, imported changed the 1.0 to 2.0 um, import but the other thing that we did with that is we use that same import format when we do a comic suite import so adding uh, making that better made a lot of sense because we were doing quite a few comic suite imports at the time uh, it also made importing stores customers easier and it also gives us a kind of log of any import items that were not imported during the import that's a lot of weird <laughs> time saying import but that gives us a log so that we can go back and manually add anything that didn't get added it's sometimes as silly as like the series codes are off but sometimes it's like just there is no series code for an item um i don't know how comic suite can do it but there's a ton of items in the comic suite databases that don't have series codes or item codes at all and they're just kind of manually there um, we also added the ability to override currency settings on check-in so that if somebody is checking something in from uh, you know a canadian distributor you don't want to override your currency settings you just want to say this is canadian so don't change the currency settings uh, and a store with a null location which we found a ton of um, have the ability to set the location which is now an error thing that we throw out in august this was a huge project i can't tell you how big this is and there's still ramifications of it being felt today we rethought the entire way that series codes were generated um, and august was because dc had put out all of their night terrors books and a lot of the times they were reusing series codes from their regular series which most stores did not want to happen uh, and with our ability to let stores um, clone things in, if you want Superman Night Terrors to be all of the Superman customers, super easy to do. Um, but you know, a lot of stores just didn't want that by default. So um, the the catalyst for this was because DC had actually created the same series code for Titans um tales of the titans and night terrors titans so we had three different books that were all using the same series code and 
that was kind of not ideal for us. So we built our own system um, that takes the UPC series code into account to create a series code. Now we're seeing some problems with that now um, that, for example, Alien Books is kind of continuing with Valiant stuff. So we're trying to figure out how we can tie two UPC series codes together. Uh, and uh, we've been unsuccessful so far, but we're still working uh, that one out. For now, I would recommend, because I'm hoping this is like an edge case, just clone all the people from the old um, Exo Man of War into the Alien Books one. We also did some things for stores, including sorting pre-orders by title, uh, product links and initial orders. So after having created the the Geek Fetch um, version of kind of public facing pages, we then made links to those things so that you can actually see all the information about this uh, Catwoman issue um, by clicking on it and it opens in a new tab. That one of my favorite one. As a customer, all covers should be sorted by issue sequence number. Got this complaint quite a bit from stores. We put this code in, which I'm pretty sure was in there before, and the complaints kept on coming. And then we started realizing that we sort our covers by issue sequence number. So a, a B cover has an issue sequence number of one, an A cover has an issue sequence number of zero, and a D cover has an issue sequence number of three. However, sometimes some companies give the D cover an issue sequence number of one and give the B cover an issue sequence number of six and give the C cover an issue sequence number of four. And that just breaks everything. So Manage Comics sorts covers according to the issue sequence number. Um, we couldn't sort them according to the letter because there's no real indicator anywhere that this is a C cover, this is a B cover, unless we could somehow figure out how to parse that out of the title. And that's just dumb. That's how you cause all kinds of problems. So we've got a bigger problem, which is getting the industry to you know fix its own data. And that's something we're working on with the industry. Uh, in September, we squashed a whole ton of bugs. So September was another case where we had done a whole bunch of big projects and I needed a little bit of a breather to catch up on the uh, the stories. And that's why in September, we worked on things like click tracking URLs from external mail providers. Um, as a store, I want the initial order and FOC interfaces to be consistent. So at the bottom, you'll see they're consistent now. It was a personal pet peeve of mine. Uh, as a store, I want terms of service better formatted. So when you first um, create your store in managed comics, we have a boilerplate terms of service that your customers get the first time that they sign up. It was really poorly formatted, so we fixed it. Editing subscribe product shortages, so you can actually go into the reports, subscribe product shortages and edit things, delete stuff that you've already given to people and that kind of thing. Uh, being made aware when product is net priced with big, bold letters so that you can't miss it. Uh, and when a customer adds a new sub subscription pre-order, seeing the net priced notes on it. 
in October, we added customer notes. And this was one of those things that we wanted to do right. So it actually syncs back and forth with Shopify, which means that if you create a managed comics customer note in Shopify, it comes forward to managed comics. And similarly, if you create it in Shopify, in managed comics, it goes back to Shopify. And we changed the files in FOC and initial order to actually have meaningful naming conventions. So they're all called um, month, day, uh, type of file. We also finalized the comment data standard. So we identified more than 100 fields and we standardized both the field naming conventions and the actual um, fields themselves. And we are just in the final uh, process of kind of writing up all the documentation for this so that we'll present to our esteemed colleagues very soon. We also introduced the Illuminati. The Illuminati is a secret, maybe not world changing, but certainly managed comics changing organization. It's a gathering of store owners helping to shape the future of managed comics uh, and building a better product that addresses the need of store owners. So this is a group that includes uh, Lee from Neighborhood Comics, Andrea from Books with Pictures, uh, Dal from Challengers, Julian from BD Cosmos, Megan from Infinity Flux. And we're looking for one more uh, member to make it six because right now it's just five. In November, we um, added notes to pull lists. We also uh, added an orders by customer report on initial and FOC orders, which means that you can see who's going to get what for any given month. We added the ability to unsubscribe to marketing emails from your store as a customer. We also fixed a bug with the check-in that wasn't actually creating the products. Um, and then we did manage comics reboot, which if you were here and I'll link the reboot down in this uh, description here was a, was a smashing success and, and a lot of fun. And then this month right now, I am testing changes to the latest Shopify API. Um, which is going to set us up for success so that we can start working on the reserve products uh, thing. So we're actually in the process of doing what's called regression testing for all of managed comics right now so that we uh, have all, we know that this new API works with everything. We also worked on international stores, being able to place initial orders and FOCs with diamond and universal distribution. And this will come in huge uh, later when we add universal to all American stores as well. And finally, we are working on a giant top secret marketing project that I'll be able to talk about a little more next year. Um, but that's kind of what we've done in 2023. And I think it was a lot. Um, you know, we didn't get a couple of the big projects that we wanted to hit this year, but we did so much and the, the, the platform is constantly evolving and I think it gets better all the time. Uh, next year, our big, big push is going to be to multi-store, get that all solved. And then later in the year, got a big, huge secret project that I don't want to talk too much about, but definitely is super fun. Uh, and we're going to start working on improving the front end at some point. Uh, I really have some visions for kind of how to make the front end just a better front end for managed comics. But yeah, that's that's all the excitement from 2023. Um, in the meantime and in between time, please have a safe and happy rest of the year. And we will see you in 2024.
Thanks. Thanks.